0: This is Gina Versa from the Waffle Press Podcast. I'm here with Gary Lockwood, who is most famously Gary Mitchell in Star Trek, the original series. And you were in 2001, The Space Odyssey. In regards to that, can you talk a little about working on some of the sets on 2001, which were
1: huge? Well, yeah, they they absolutely were. The first one I ever saw was at Pinewood, and that was the uh, space station where, um, where well, William Sylvester meets the Russians. And they talk about the potential something on the moon, but the Americans uh, are, are have set up some sort of uh, screen. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that was at Pinewood Studio. And then there was also, uh, and I I wasn't working then. I was just arrived there, and Stanley wasn't started, wasn't ready for us yet. So I was in Europe. So I, rather than go home, I went down to Rome for a couple of weeks. Then I also saw the uh, the excavation. For the moon base on Clavius, that was on another set, and then eventually I uh, I was on my own set where the huge centrifuge was, and I mean all the other things were you know imposing and beautiful and interesting, but the centrifuge was, in my opinion, the true work of art. Right. It was uh, about 65 feet high. Mm-hmm. I don't I, It weighed I think several tons, mm-hmm. and it it was two pieces and it worked a little bit like an electric motor. You know, the guy threw a switch and it, it was like uh, dialing up an electric motor and it started to rotate at, I think, three or four knots and, um, and it was two halves and, and all the outside of it was um, 16 millimeter projectors because, you know, they were supposed to be TV screens but film and TV don't add up, they don't jive. So they were all 16 mil and the lights blew and uh, they had to be always rewound and restarted. <laughs> and So it was a very, very difficult shoot. Right.
0: Now I may be mistaken, but I believe it was um, your character that's doing the jogging and the... Um... No, you're right. Okay. Yeah, With that the... was me. How was it like doing that stunt? Because that's like, I think, one of my favorite scenes in the film. Cause it's uh, just...
1: What was it like? It was like, uh, you know, uh, spring training in football when I was in college at UCLA. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, you were a football?
1: Yeah, I played football at UCLA oh. very briefly.
0: And smooth changing gears here. Stanley Kubrick is, you know, he's probably one of the greatest living directors of all time. Probably. Well, most sight. I. Th- well, in my opinion, he is. Tell other- Wait a minute. Okay.
1: I'm going to clarify that. I don't think there's any case other than that he was. I you, mean, if you look at everybody's body of work, I mean, who's got that? I don't, no one. No one. Yeah. I mean, you know, the proof is in the pudding, right? Mm-hmm.
0: Do you have a favorite story you have working with him on the set of 2001 that you could you could probably you could say? Well, I have a
1: lot of stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, here's a fast one. Uh, one day he's also a uh, we you know, we we like to gamble on sports and stuff. Mm-hmm. So one day he said, you know, Muhammad Ali's fighting Henry Cooper, and Henry Cooper was the heavyweight champion of England. And he said, um, I'm thinking of, and everybody in England bets on everything. I mean, it's a, it's a, I mean, house nannies have bookies, you know what I'm saying? Right. And uh, he said, well, he said, I'm, I'm going to bet on Henry Cooper. And I said, you are? He, I said, how much are you going to bet? He said, I'm I'm thinking of putting $500 down, it's eight to one odds. And I said, I'll book it. And he said, you'll book it? He said, why would you book it? I said, I'd like to have the $500. And he said, it's eight to one. If, if something happens, you'll lose $4,000. And I said, no, I won't. And so he said, you don't think it's a price fight? Anything can happen. I said, no, it won't. And I just, I remember just saying, Muhammad Ali is the greatest fighter I've ever seen. I kind of boxed a little bit in my day, and I just said, there's nobody that good ever. And, um, you know, and unless he decides to tank it or do something weird, I mean, there's no way. Right. And uh, so, anyway, the day before the fight, I said to Kubik, did you finally ever wager? And he said, no, I didn't. (laughs)
0: And just changing gears here to Star Trek, I was wondering if, um, can you talk a little about Gary Mitchell? He's, um, you know, he's, you know, a very tragic, um, a very tragic character, and, you know, Kirk most famously lost, you know, his brother, or most of his family, and Gary's, or Gary, you know, he's almost like a brother to him. Uh, can you talk a little bit about, uh, you know, playing the character, if he had any backstory or kind of how you played you know him to
1: no i mean to, to me acting is just a real simple process
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know you you uh my my attitude toward it is this first you uh try to figure out how the guy sounds or the whatever you're playing second you can only do certain things some of it you can do with your hair mm-hmm. but you're limited to what you can do unless you get into faithful facial apparatus right uh or facial, what do they call it? Facial something, pieces or something to change your nose and everything. So, but uh, I can tell you something kind of funny. Okay. Um, so after uh, Roddenberry wanted me to do this and I was—I didn't want to do it and then he asked me if I'd do it and he said that if I did it, he could get his show on TV. That's what he said to me. Mm-hmm. And so uh, in those days I was kind of famous and, um, and the network said well get Gary Lockwood and write something for him and blah 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 so he he writes this character where I become God yeah God like and um, I had a good relationship with Roddenberry we bantered all the time teasing each other and (laughs) lying to each other and he said uh, so did you read it and I said yeah I said now what happens I become sort of God or something and he said yeah and we all know that's who you think you are
0: (laughs) very cool yeah and one last question. How, uh, 2001 and Star Trek, they inspired a lot of people to become astronauts or oh, yeah. be involved in you know, the space program. How does that feel to be a part of that?
1: Well, uh, you know, it doesn't change my life. I mean, uh, I get up just like anybody else and make a cup of coffee right. <laughs> and uh, watch football on Sunday and... Um, I don't drink anymore, so I'm never in jail on Friday night. Yeah. And um, I still drive fast. (laughs) And uh, I no longer play a lot of poker because I'm retired and I don't uh, indulge myself in cards anymore. Mm -hmm. But I do a lot of Japanese woodworking. I'm into that.
0: Okay. And
1: uh, I'm writing my biography. Oh, wow. And that's uh, coming out sometime, hopefully next year. Okay. And uh, it'll be called um, uh, Gary Lockwood, Beyond the Pod Bay Doors.
0: Oh, that's a very cool title. I think I so, like yeah.
1: I'm glad you like it. I do.
0: Open the Pod Bay Doors,
1: Hal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but in this case, it's Beyond the Pod right. Bay Doors, yeah. So cool. Thank
0: you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate it. All right, man. Thanks.
1: Yeah, you turn me on.